Welcome, folks. <laughs> Travel Welcome, part folks. two. Travel part two. We, we faked we you go. out last week because we said what? on travel part one that we were doing travel part two next week. We lied. We had our first yeah, guest. But we had, we had to we prioritize special guest. Mr. Sykes from Cosmos. We had Sykes. to prioritize Mr. Sykes. I really liked that. Cosa Sykes. It was I really worth liked it. having I think him on. It was on. worth it. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. And any folks out there who would like to be a guest, and if you have yeah. knowledgeable knowledge on any knowledge source, mm-hmm. add mm-hmm. us. Right. But if it's too much, we'll. Cut yeah. you off, but we don't want too yeah. much knowledge. You know. Just a just a dash, and give us a little dash. Yeah, enough for us to just take and run with. Exactly, and exactly. Yeah. Evan, Evan, you know, walked the line. But he we, did. You know. Yeah, he the folks might be interested if they're following along. But Tom did go to the gallery. Oh, since. that's right. I did. Yeah. At the conclusion of that pod, he went to go open his gallery, and I stopped there and said hello. At the same it's day. It's a very nice gallery. And uh, now I'm the proud owner of a $50,000 painting. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Worth it. Self-appraised. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you Naturally. <laughs> That's did... how I do it. Yeah. I was like, no, what, no, I got it? it, Evan. I'm trained now. Did it check out, up. Tom? Like He said like his gallery was unlike any other gallery out there. Like When you walked in, was there, you know... Oh yeah, it was no. It's 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 yeah. It's 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 unlike any I've ever been to. Granted, I've only been to like maybe two. Also, okay. fun fact. But what was the vibe? I just I'm very just curious because I. Uh, okay. So like you walk in, and there's a lot of really nice, beautiful wood furniture, and there's like rocking chairs in the middle, and you can sit in them and just rock, and they're like. Yeah, smooth contour to your body. Any I thought you said like old furniture was uncomfortable. Old, the old bod. No, no, this is new, newly made oh, wood furniture. New so they also that looks I think old. they know because they they know a lot of local artists, a lot of woodworkers. Actually, Roger, Evan himself Roger has that. made a table, uh, oh. like you know, like a nice like sometimes you can make tables from like just like you cut this giant tree and you, mm. you still you kind of keep a lot of the natural. Yeah. Yeah, you know, sure. Whatever. That's impressive. Yeah, so he's, yeah, a poly- I made a he's a polymath. He's a furniture one time. He's a polymath. He's nice. the one, the one main polymath we have in, in Cincinnati. I wonder. We don't have many, many more. What polymath. is that? It's polymath. Who's like good at lots Leonardo of da Vinci. Like Leonardo oh. da Vinci is a polymath. Uh, like good at math, art, and other stuff. And and Probably. Evan's good at mm. like podcasting, making tables. So it's the crazy. more it's the more technical term for Renaissance man. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. he's a Renaissance man <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. He may even yeah. be. I feel like maybe Renaissance man is like a little bit lower bar than a polymath. It, yeah, you're, you think you're more polymath like, is, You think polymath is just a notch above Renaissance man? Yeah, like, like <laughs> being a Renaissance man is necessary yeah. but not sufficient to being a polymath. Right, you get your Renaissance man badge before you get your yes, polymath there we go. badge. That's right. That's right. In Cub Scouts. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, he right. was a great guest, and we're open to more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, we should definitely uh, have more guests. But we, we but felt not like today, we, but not folks. today, folks. It's just no. us. Um, you know, we felt like we had more to say on travel. We yeah, did. well, there is a, so much more an, to say. There's so much more to say. Can I do a quick segue to something that connects both art and travel? Oh, nice. Yeah, of course. So do it again. Little. This is a little factoid starter. This is I want you to guess 
where the most expensive hotel room in the world is and how much does it cost per night? Uh, it's in uh, wow. Bahrain. Okay. And it costs um, 150000 a night. Okay. Matt, what do you think? No Googling. Um, no Googling. You're looking suspiciously down at something. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, look I'm at the not Googling. Look at the camera. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe it's in, um, oh, God. Uh, it's it's got to be some like really remote place. Uh, You're mad about I'll my go, guess of Bahrain. I'll go Bali. It's in Bali, mm. and it's uh, it's uh, 50k. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna split the difference. I'm gonna split the difference on your guess for price and get us to 100k, which is right. It's a hundred thousand a night. Nice team effort. But Holy you shit. guys are too adventurous with your with your destinations. It's in locales. Yeah, but. So it's at the Palms Casino Resort, and it's $100,000 a night, which beat out, well, it's the most expensive in America, and they estimate it's the most expensive in the world, because there's something called the Royal Penthouse Suite at the President Wilson Hotel in Geneva. That's about $80,000 mm. a night, and that oh was the most God. expensive in 2018. But the reason it connects to art is because one of the highlights is that it's all, it's a Damien Hurst-designed Sweet. Oh. So all of it is art. I'll send you the link, but it's all art. His art is hanging there, and it's all kind of designed. Like for example, um, wow, yeah, whoa. put that up on the Twitter yeah. too. They yeah, have add, a uh, add ourselves with that. a thirteen seat curved bar filled with medical waste, and hanging above it is Hearst's quote: "Here for a good time, <laughs> not for a long time," which features a Marlin skeleton and taxidermy Marlin. It's it's pretty intense. The 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 and it's apparently go famous ahead for these pass. like laser cut butterflies and whatnot. In any case, so that was my that Whoa. was my attempt to bridge last week's discussion to this week's discussion. You nailed with it with a fun little because Damien Hirst was name dropped on was the he? pod last week. Man, I, that's, I thought we talked about that's crazy. Was that, he? I thought he might he dropped he dropped a fair number maybe. of names. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not sure, but do you think people actually stay there? Actually, it does say that it's only reserved for people who are playing million dollar poker. Yeah. So it's the resume. Hang on mm. a second. Uh, is this in Florida? Wait, no, where no, did no, you no, say? Yeah, you in, said in, Palm in, in something. Vegas. In Vegas. Oh, it's in Vegas. Oh, you said Palms okay. like we knew where that would be. No, the Palms yeah. Casino. Sorry, I thought that was like a famous casino. I don't know what it is, but okay. Well, I've never been to yeah, Las yeah. Vegas. No, that. Wow. Well, yeah, it says somewhere in here that's reserved there. for people Jeez. who are playing a million dollars and i mean i'll drop ten thousand i'm credit. not dropping a hundred thousand well we sadly it's our, actually a two night minimum art. so you gotta drop two hundred thousand. Oh god and it comes <laughs> but you get ten thousand dollars credit yeah. to play at the resort so i don't know probably worth it right invest right yeah there's got to be yeah. some sort of catch because you spend money to make money man that's what i always say yeah. that's what i do Trade two hundred thousand dollars for ten thousand any day. That's that. That's Smart. My Can you walk away with a piece of art? Can you take a chunk off it and walk away like Probably. a laser cut butterfly? I mean, Probably. for that much money, you better get some kind of party favor. Yeah, I don't know, man. Anyhow, I guess ten thousand kind of a party favor. It's nine thousand. It better be the feet, best so night of my pl- it's space. It's of spacious. literally my life. Yeah, there'd best be a lot of pressure. Two like best two nights. That's actually a good best point. Two, nights, two night minimum. <laughs> if yeah. you, that's a good point. Like when you go traveling, sometimes you put pressure on yourself to have the best time ever. 
have a good, good time. Especially yeah, when really you spend true. a lot of money. If that's I'm spending two hundred thousand dollars, I have, and I well, and you know, and I'm me, and I don't, I can't really afford that. I'm like worried, like, oh god, I better, you know, have a great time, or else, yeah. like, it's a waste. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of. I think. I generally, when I'm traveling, like, don't allow myself to be in a bad mood, like, no matter what, hmm. because, right. like, I, like, what's, what's the point? Like, even if things are going bad, like, I'm on vacation, man. I'm, like, I'm making the best. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I get into like travel, uh, like, on the way, you know, like airplanes. Like I've once been. Um, I was traveling back from, it wasn't actually a vacation. I was just visiting a place uh, to potentially go to school there in Atlanta. And I was traveling back and it was like apparently the busiest travel day. And I got stuck. I saw my plane taxiing off and I was like, okay, great. And then I was put on (laughs) standby, standby for 14 hours. It ended up Mm -hmm. being because standby sucks because you go up and you're like, wait for your name to get called. and. And then they don't call your they name. Never and call like, you. Just wait at the next yeah. gate. Go to this uh, across the <clears throat> the way. So when you're in like those kind of situations in like travel, I mean, yeah, you if you get if you get upset, it's just it compounds it. So I'm just like, well, that's it, I guess. Gonna go yeah, check that, out that the does. Lot, you know the gift shop, right? Yeah, which that I will sucks. say, Atlanta's airport is a is a nice airport. So if you're gonna get stuck. I was going to comment on like how th- there's just a vibe in airports like w- watching all these like if you're waiting for your flight to take off and you're kind of maybe you've got some work you want to do or you're just kind of like reading a book or you, maybe you're just sitting there but there's like people walking around from all o- over you know going so everyone's going somewhere in an airport right. you know like it's right. a strange true true it's a it's a strange place in that respect. It's a travel, and hub. I really like it. It's like it's like yeah. you step out of like the bounds of like your everyday experiences, and you're like dropped into this place where like every, this like in between place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it it it. I feel like it warrants. It's it's very thought provoking. Like being sitting in an airport thinking about. It, at least for me, it like makes me think about, you know, where are these people going? Yeah, like, oh, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you start making assumptions. Know, like, are they a business traveler? Where's his family going? You know, why is that yeah, person? Yeah, right. Sometimes right. it's Whatever. fun, and it, uh, sometimes it's fun to like look at people and try and just like totally make up their life and their backstory. Well, it's an interesting thing for too sure. because like coming to the airport, like the physical act of traveling. Actually, quick factoid: Atlanta is the busiest airport in the United States, so it makes sense that you missed. Your oh flight. wow! Nice. But anyways, yeah, that's true. Um, nice, Tom. Yeah. Nice. So it's like you come, and it's like nice everyone's me. there to do the same thing: to get on a flight and travel, which in and of itself is kind of this crazy physical experience. But we don't think too much about it, probably for good reason. But like the experience yeah. that everyone's having is so different depending on the nature. You know, like even the people yeah, right. all boarding the same flight. Right. Like, there's someone who's like flying back to to like go work and there's other people that are like going somewhere for fun there's the people that are traveling for a funeral like it's just all this weird mix and match of like what brings people to the airport is like every human thing ever right i will say when you're traveling to 
you know, let's bring it back to Las Vegas. I've only traveled there like once on a plane. But if you're on that plane, it, people are it's a fun. fair bet that like everyone's, every, yeah. that has a different vibe than That's every, true. every other That's plane true. I've been on where it's like, true. everybody's sure. a little louder. It's like, yeah, ha, ha, let's get the drink started yeah. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. For sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. We used to travel to the Caribbean like sometimes when we were kids for like winter vacation or spring vacation, spring break. And mm-hmm. there was like the flight back to Minnesota, which at that time of the year is is freezing, was funny because there was always the people just clinging to it. They had like the they had like the short sleeve Hawaiian shirt and the shorts and they were yeah. just like going to tough it out, even though it's like oh, yeah. 12 degrees when they get off the airplane. They don't care. They're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to, this is my last, <laughs> even the last three hours on this flight, I'm going to make it part of the vacation, you know, like, right. It's, it's, yeah. And they're like, who's with me? And everyone's yeah. like, you're insane, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you need a parka, bro. But yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking about flying though, I, one of the things I wanted to bring up about travel is like ecotourism and mm. the idea of like not flying or, or, Thinking about travel. Yep, I wanted and to your, talk a little bit about that too. Well, I'd be hmm. to it. You, you, um, Damn it, Tom. <laughs> you know, like not flying or thinking about your actions vis-a-vis the earth. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty hard I don't not think to get about far it. if you don't fly. And my... Research Wait, what was that? It's trying pretty, to. It's pretty hard to get very far if you. Can't oh, oh, fly. yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. And part of right, my research, like, actually, well, you haven't seen me as, run as a scientist, is to try to improve combustion. So I'm trying to help you all out. Oh, interesting, bit. interesting. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's hard improve to fly that without combustion, burning, so I can still fly, Tom. It's hard to fly without burning, uh, burning some fossil fuels. I'm sorry. To what say. about sorry, s- a solar powered airplane? Riddle me that one. We'd have to be not on it. Because it mm-hmm. just the the power consumption is just not enough. Hmm. It would just it would just hmm. crash. It sounds like you can't put, you can't put one of those batteries things. on there. Because the I batteries hate to say are, it, say it though. But like, why should it fall? I, I mean, it's it's shitty to say, but why should it fall on our generation or our like the people living on planet Earth right now to like not fly on planes because the generation before us like fucked up or i don't know i think i think i sort of have this optimistic perspective that you know i mean we'll figure it out that we'll figure it out that like there will be an invention that there's going to be like in every generation there is like this uh breakthrough in technology and science um you know yeah I, i mean i can't call them out all out but like penicillin was a big one right and like the the um True. the post-it note was like the mod- one from the generation G- before us post-it note <laughs> the post-it keyboard note. necktie um <laughs> <laughs> the uh <laughs> no, but like g- genetically modified food <laughs> right uh that allowed yeah. people to to yeah. like our population yeah. to get bigger right, which right, you know, right, is right. arguably good or bad right but, i hear you but i feel like that's a sort of a dangerous thought yeah it's a dangerous thought to just to, to just like faithfully like sit back on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, because because I, I mean, oh no, I was just I was I was doing like a wipe your hands. Up. Yeah, yeah, you know, oh, I, I got thought it. you were trying I wasn't to send doing me like signals. A, I got it. No, no, I wasn't doing signals. I was just doing. God, wipe- we're ten minutes in. Tom's already trying to take a break. <laughs> well, I I would like to take one sort of soon, <laughs> <laughs> but not right now, folks. Don't worry. No, um, I mean. I think I I agree with Tom. I think it's a dangerous idea. I do understand the question of like why 
are we culpable for decisions of a previous generation? But it's the same. I mean, we are. That's that's just a fact, right? And we have to make right, right. The changes now. Yeah, and it's and to, it's also like it's a better. But I'm not saying like I don't think it should come to a grind. Like like everyday life should come to a grinding halt so that no, we can no, figure it sure. out. Well, like, have I think, you thought like, about? I, I think it. Have you ever d- purchased carbon offsets? You can do that when you fly. You know where you pay to offset your carbon footprint. On what? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. You basically enlighten us, please. Well, I was hoping you would know, but oh, <laughs> me? Hang on, I'm gonna I've look never, it up. I've, well, we'll I've just never, wildly buy, project about it, and then you can well, buy like. I was just, like, go ahead. I'll look it up. You say, guys like, talk about something else. No, no, I was just gonna say like I hear what you're saying, Matt. That like it, hopefully someone will will invent something to sort of like you know scrub the the CO2 and get rid of this warming, this unnatural warming that is undoubtedly caused by us sorry folks that don't think that you're crazy but the the dark the darkening the darkening well no but it's also you got to think about too like that's a dark your crystal own... reference if there's any uh fans out there okay Get, nope <laughs> kick and continue sir <laughs> like you got to think about your own your own just like it you know it starts with a you know an individual and then exudes out from there so you can't just like pin pin your hopes on but I'm not saying don't fly. I'm not saying don't fly because it's just unrealistic. But maybe get yeah. these carbon offsets, or maybe so carbon offset. Yeah, I like, got it. Maybe here. don't to, throw your trash on the the side of the flying street. Does, in flying does flying something is probably the biggest one of the biggest impacts. Is it not? It is. I'm it's, not sure. It says it that a, jetting yeah, from Los Angeles to Chicago adds 1,000 pounds of CO2 to the atmosphere per passenger, and that's what you would use on average from driving for a month. Ouchie mama. That's a that's a really good Ouchie factoid. Wah wah. Yeah. That's a really good factoid for the pod. So a yeah, thousand that is, yeah. pounds, a thousand of, pounds C- yeah. of CO2 from one passenger on one flight from LA to Chicago versus the same distance in a car? No, no, no. Versus what you would burn by driving Just for normal a month. driving. Normal driving for a month. Okay, Average but gas I'm driving driver. a car that has that has like that PZEV thing or whatever. PVEZ. Oh, nice! You got the so uh, I know zero emissions, car. baby. Well, it's so, partially zero. That's what that P stands for. <laughs> I I looked at a, I was looking at that car and I laughed at that. I was like, partially zero. We, that, that could yeah, be anything. Yeah. Well, okay, then <laughs> just the, quickly, but, what is but it? Zero is in there. Here we so, go. It's, so, uh, so it is zero. A car, How can it be partially zero? Uh, I don't know. If you want to be fully zero, <laughs> you could get some carbon offsets, which are financial contributions to projects that help reduce CO2 emissions in various industries or encourage new sustainable energy projects in an effort to balance out the damage your flight does to the planet. Wow. Just quickly, gotta, they took yeah. off about a decade ago as some airlines and travel companies like Expedia offered them directly to customers. Toward the end of your purchase, you can tick a box to pay an extra $10 or so in exchange for a clean conscience. Um, but now it's kind of... 10 bucks? Yeah. That's, doesn't seem well, like that, that much. That, yeah. Uh, so 10 bucks. Yeah. So well, so put the link pretty, on the doobly-doo of our... You know, of our uh, yeah, link that up on our Twitter. I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I will. It, it's we kind should blast of, that it's, out. It's quite long, and it kind of goes to see. Uh, well, maybe just a link to wherever you're reading. So here we go. Travel has a Wikipedia. bigger impact on the world than just greenhouse gas emissions. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. So it's, it's yeah, I'll, we'll link it. But anyways, I was just curious. If you're concerned, you can buy these That's things, I guess, for all kinds of stuff, not just airline travel. Well, they're already, like, thinking about... <clears throat> They're already looking into like um, 
electric planes, are they not, Tom? Yeah, well, they he are. just said they can't uh, do it. No, no, they can I'm not saying they can't do it, just not right now. The problem is batteries are really heavy. Like for the right. amount of energy you'd need in a battery, you'd need a lot of batteries and it would just it it just the weight of the batteries alone would not allow it to fly, I don't think. Hmm. I hmm. think the issue is battery. But their work I mean, there's a lot of battery technology and Research. it's kinda weird. Yeah, because battery technology's gotten bonkers in the past five years alone. Yeah. Just yeah, throwing it, that out there. That's Isn't true. that kind of like that's Tesla's, huge. one of Tesla's kind of wheelhouses? Yeah, it's one of their wheelhouses, yeah. Um, they got a lot of wheelhouses, I'll cool. give you that. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> we have uh, a Tesla factory um, in Buffalo. Really? Really? Big one. Yeah, it's like the largest um, solar panel uh, manufacturing plant, I think, in like... Oh, the, they don't make the cars, they North make America. the solar panels? Yeah, the solar gotcha, panels. Gotcha, yep. gotcha, okay. Oh, nice. But it's, it's, it's Tesla. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, right, right, I'm right, right. <clears throat> That's interesting. Cool. So interesting. anyway, that's yeah. one aspect. Yeah, anyway. And when you're at a place, though, in terms of, I don't know, what is, you know, ecotourism? At us. At, at a location. Does that mean just like, I don't, I guess I'm not really, I didn't look well, it up. I just wrote it down and then was going to talk about it and hopefully we can inject about it. Wait, what, what does that mean? What What's does ecotourism mean? Oh, oh, we're back to ecotourism. My bad. I yeah, thought, I'm so that's like choosing to like only go to like Detroit because that's not that far and wait no i thought ecotourism is like where you go to these places <laughs> yeah, that are like what, yeah. lodges and stuff where you're like trying to be or like, like an e- you could go to help. an eco resort maybe yeah isn't that it like you go to like these destinations where you're going to like we're not going to find the answer because we're all conjecturing about it, but we're that could deep, be it. Yeah. We're deep in conjecture here. I thought ecotourism <laughs> was where you travel to a place that's like dedicated to some fact or some portion of like recovering the environment. So maybe it's like you could even yeah. be involved in like volunteering yes. or learning. Okay, yeah. or Sarah did this you're one doing thing organic one farming like you're or whatever, preserving right? a habitat yeah, yeah, for exactly, animals. Exactly. That was my understanding. Yeah. I think okay. you, yeah, you can go. Definitely it's like could you could be wrong. Do, you could also do like... Um, you know, you go somewhere and do you work on a farm or something for a little bit? Yeah, like yeah, exactly, wolf, exactly. Wolf yeah, yeah, program yeah. or something? Or yeah, I think exactly. What it's called? Yeah. So That's yeah, my so you could do that, folks. But I suppose traveling uh, somewhere close could also be, in a sense, yeah, yeah, more ecologically drive. friendly tourists or walk. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's sort of a that's what I thought you meant by eco tourism. But here, the actual te- definition is. Tourism directed towards exotic, often threatened natural environments intended to support conservations and observe wildlife. So right. it's definitely not going to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that'd yeah. be really great if we just like spread this this it's lie of that. ecotourism. That's right. Yeah, so I'm thinking about going to Detroit this weekend. <laughs> ecotourism. <laughs> you know, that's that's all that means. Um. Detroit nice. starts I making like, like banners. Come are we? Are we ecosystem. ready? Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was just <laughs> I was continuing the the Detroit ecotourism joke. Oh, okay. Well, are we ready for another fact, Ed? <laughs> so funny. Oh, so ready. Yeah. All right. Yeah, what yeah. is what is oh, the so shortest flight in the world? Commercial flight. Where like uh, what part Columbus of the world is, is it? Actually, and how it's long? Chicago is it? to Columbus because you actually lose time and you like get there before you took off no like absolute i would say like time. not like oh, okay i would, say, I would say like one of the as hawaiian islands size. to another hawaiian island okay i would say like, uh, i would say it's like an, did you say 15 correct? minutes 
Okay, so we got Matt is island to island in Hawaii for 15. I would say a bush flight in Alaska to another town. Okay, and how long is it? 20 minutes. Okay. So it is between... So Matt was kind of right. It's between two islands in Scotland. And its record was 57 seconds long. But on average, it takes it on average it takes a minute and a half. <laughs> That's awesome. What are the islands? Can you tell us the names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, is yeah. the plane? It's a it's so it's 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 the shortest route in the world. It costs thirty six pounds. Um, nice. It covers one point seven miles between two islands called Westray and Papa Westray near the mainland of Orkney in the uh, Northern Isles of Scotland. So Scotland. it's basically. It's an eight, it's an eight seater flight where basically everyone who works on the island, like the policemen and the teachers and doctors, it says, um, just jet over there in the morning and jet back in the afternoon. Scotland. Wow. Oh, but then tying it, tying it to uh, pollution, it says that um, the route, which is the same length as the runway at the Edinburgh Airport, burns just ten kgs of fuel, about fifteen pounds worth. And they say that given that a Boeing, se- Boeing 747 can use 1.5 tons of t- fuel just taxiing before takeoff, um, it's actually a pretty f- green form of, form of travel. So That's, that's weird. wild. That's pretty amazing. You're, you could, I feel, you like, could fly this I feel thing. like they could just use a boat. Yeah, but, yeah, what? but you, you, time is money, man. Don't, didn't, don't you know anything? <laughs> that's why I got a Rolex. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, 57 yeah. seconds, let's say best case scenario, boat traveling 1.7 miles, it's going to take a Might grip of time. Might use more gas. Yeah, maybe. And it's going to use more gas. Off. Yeah, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my jet ski there in the morning in, take my, your, in, my, in my business suit. Yeah. Now, no, it's Scotland, yeah. so I imagine it would be like dreary. You'd be all wet. It's probably cold. <laughs> you get, no, you take, get your, uh, take your snorkel set, man. Oh, nice. Just yeah. swim over. Yeah, catch do some sightseeing on my way over. So it's, it's pretty wild. It's been going, going. This flight's been going since like the '60s. So that's 19, crazy. 1967. Well, that sort of do leads to like um, best another thing I wanted to flight? touch on. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably best friends. Say? I was just I wondered because there's probably the same people every day. Like, oh, hey, Ralph. it's just like it's just like Hi, getting Susan. on the bus probably for most people. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. Well, I was thinking like yeah. you know an airport is is sort of like a grander scale bus station you know and and like these people you know granted like a lot of people are traveling for vacation you don't necessarily get on a bus for vacation a lot of people take a bus for their job or or just to get from like one part of a city to another but it's still sort of the same concept you're like it's public transportation Mm -hmm. you know yeah right yeah Um, well which may i think it's private because like it's not government funded right well, I guess what he means is like in the, the public is involved. Yeah, the public is on the train. It's not. It's not like yeah. It's not like everyone from like Ingram Michael is like or Micro, uh, is flying on just these planes or something. I don't what? Know. Ingrid Michael? What? Okay, yeah, Ingram no, I like Micro. that. Have you guys ever done dropped in- long train <laughs> travel? Uh, I I have I've done like a fi- uh, five hour train. Where were you going? I actually want to do more train travel. Actually, I was going from uh, Lon- London, England to uh-huh. Scotland. Oh, my Edinburgh. God. Nice. You could have taken that flight. 
Probably yeah, what the hell's wrong flight. with you, man? Don't Not you know sure. anything about like use how to use? That travel. would be the best use of fifty-seven seconds you've ever had because you could tell that story forever. And instead, you took I, a I train. Would, right? I wish I did now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know about it though. But no, I was a. It was a train. The trains in 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 uh, in the UK are are nice. That's the only experience I, I have. Trains over abroad. I have been on trains, but I've always been disappointed because I like always thought that they were going to be like. Like the trains you see in like spy movies or like or Harry Hogwarts Potter. train, right? Yeah, I want that. Yeah, like the, there's the cabin that you you're sitting in with like a small like maybe four people and maybe you know them, maybe you don't, and like then there's like some mysterious thing that happens. And the whole, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, there's the they the whole do. train is involved and yeah, like I know, that, and then people are coming coming in and out of those rooms. And Sarah's been on the Orient Express. Oh, nice! Actually. Yeah, like I always thought a that's, train was going to be like, like that, and really it's actually more nice just train. like a very romantic like bus. There's something about so I spent I did a lot of train trips in Darjeeling China because that's a very common way to travel there. <laughs> yes, and, the Darjeeling Limited great yeah. movie. That and was a great I, uh, train travel. Yeah, it was an okay movie, I'd say. But anyways, um, I think I liked, there's I liked it. Yeah, there's the, something fighting words. Well. It wasn't his best movie. <laughs> let's put it that way. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you. Um, but there's Diffuse something like the kind of romantic about train travel because it's sort of slow. Yes. Um, it's Super, kind of like yeah. in in the age of like everything where they're time constrained and you need the 57 second flight to to get to work and all that kind of stuff. Like being on a train is just like you're actively saying like, yeah, we'll get there. It's gonna, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, it's a fourteen-hour train ride and a two and a half-hour flight, but whatever. Let's take the train. And I would say, like in China, it's much more a function of like just economic access to flights. There's a ton more people taking flights, but still, so many people that can't afford it. So yeah. it's more a function of like not being able to afford a flight. But you, so those were not really like classic, beautiful cars with like you know hand carved wood doors and all that kind of stuff you see in the movies but there's right. still something kind of cool about like being on a train and like hunkering down the longest one i did was like 27 mm-hmm. 28 hours so then you're like yeah you're like pretty much you're like you're like settling in you're very much did you have a sleeping in. car was it well yeah. yeah was it like a like the darjeeling limited so we did it like the trains that we were on were you you would either have six bunks in like a little thing or four bunker, depending on if you were doing like the soft or the hard sleeper. When you do a 28 mm-hmm. hour, you want the soft sleeper. So that'd be like four bunks per little compartment, but there's no door. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not like a, it's not closed it's off. Private. Oh, it's not okay. private at all, mm. but, um, it's, and it's interesting. Those that, trains, like I, if those, those are the only trains ever depicted in movies. So I know. Like, what the hell? I don't know. I don't know if it's, that's like, not true, but. I, I mean, there's actually, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, I do know of a train in like California mm-hmm. that like goes along, I think, no, I don't know if it goes along the coast, but it's near the coast. Yeah. And it has like, it, it's, 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 I think it's Amtrak, mm-hmm. but they have like these sort of, a couple of the cars are these, have like the windows at the top, mm. or like there's windows on the top of the car. Oh, nice. You can like, you're, I think cool. you're allowed to sleep up there. I mean, or, the, or that's like travel for like the sake of, that's where make, you're traveling for yeah. like to enjoy the process. This is more like, these are like people movers, yeah. the things I'm describing. People like, movers. Lots yeah, of people right. so in, need to get somewhere. In Switzerland, um, they like train travel is very common. It's And it's a very efficient part of their like getting from A to B in the, that country. And 
it's also sort of like a classic, you know, for a tourist, you kind of like, yeah, let's, we'll take a Swiss train, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and so for me, nice. I was, I was like really excited to do it. Like when we we got there, I was like sticking my head out the window, like taking pictures, like, woo, on a train. <laughs> and like, Cassie's like rolling her eyes at me, like you. If they didn't so know you were Americans before, they definitely did then. It, yeah. Right. I'm getting like all the was angles. It, was it nice? Was it like a ni- like kind of like a Hogwarts train? It was awesome, man. Yeah. Um, they weren't like Hogwarts trains, but they were maybe five out of ten percentage of Hogwartsiness. Um, some of them, some of them were like if you were lucky to get on one of those like old trains, they kind of like had an older vibe about them for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. This last nice. time we were there, we took like a in China, we took like a quasi bullet train, which is pretty cool. Not oh, the full yeah. bullet, but like the intermediate nice. bullet. And they have like a speedometer in the car so you can oh, see how fast it's going. Cool. It's pretty cool. And that one was like all, it was like newer. So it was like cleaner, quieter, all that kind of stuff, which just makes sense. You know, like yeah. the, the older technology, yeah, right. it doesn't make a lot of sense to invest in like updating these super old cars. But that was kind of a fun thing to do. All right. Well, cool. I think I got some more to talk about on trains when we get back from the break. Or like All right, quick break, and we'll see you in a sec. Stay tuned, folks. Okay, break. Break time. We're back. We're back. Just like that movie about dinosaurs. We're back. Which Wait, one is that? Which anybody? dinosaur movies? I don't know. It's it's, it's like a cartoon. Dinosaurs. Is it the one Dinosaurs. where they had like in like New York City? Oh, oh, wait, that's I think they can like talk. A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like it's from like deep in my childhood. Yeah, right. That's oh, Land Before Time. Mem- no, no, not Land Before Time. It's like dinosaurs Although in New York City. Although that was a great movie. And I remember there's like a children's talk. There's and a like there's a kid book. who's like befriends them or something. I don't know. Well, anyway, well. Think about that carbon footprint traveling back from uh, probably from burns a lot of era. CO2. That is. Yep. Do you to travel in time. Did dinosaurs make the right decision to go to New York City? Is that, mm. speaking of travel, a place? Yeah, exactly. If you could go anywhere, <laughs> is that where you would go? As a dinosaur? <laughs> just, yeah. Probably not, because it would yeah. be difficult with all those buildings. I would want to go to if like... I was a, I'd want to go to Kansas. I'd maybe. go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, if I was a pterodactyl, true. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. There's a joke um, about pterodactyls and peeing because they got a silent pee. So, yeah, I don't know the joke, yeah. but it involves that all those things. Those, so those are the components. Those are the components. I don't make jokes. I just uh, I give you the ingredients. I think it's he constructed like, that joke. I, I think like, it's like why can't you hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? Because the pee is silent. Because the the pee is silent. There it yeah. is. Oh. It, there, there wasn't much more. <laughs> the components pretty much are it. But well, yeah. <laughs> Good God! So, um, so yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I wanted uh, to say one quick thing about trains. Like, yeah, please like do. Speed of trains. Yeah, and also Tesla again. Tom, Tom's oh, obsessed nice. with trains. Is that well? They well, he's doing that. He just like dropped that hyperloop idea. He's like, here's just an idea about that I had, and then now, right. like universities are working on the pods and different aspects of it. Right, he's right. now he's back into it. You know, the Musk Musk guy. And I think that's an interesting, that's more about commuting, I feel like, but mm-hmm. it could also be for traveling. 
And I yeah, like, I think that was literally because it, he personally was like bothered by like the length of time it took to drive from one place to another in LA. And so he's like, I'm going to build this like. Let's just go underground. Loop. Yeah. Or I think he's doing, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's above. I think it would make sense to be like, it, that's an interesting idea of like traveling underground. But that's again more well, actually. Commuting. Yeah, I think about it's safer when, when Hyperloop lo, with, the idea of like first kind of like making its way to like the public forum. Um, I really started thinking like I think the first one that they're going to build, uh, Buffalo is going to be just because of our location between other cities. We're like going to be part of it, and so I think from like. Um, something like Toronto to Buffalo would take like half an hour, probably. like twenty, like twenty minutes or Isn't something. Crazy? Yeah, and I thought about that, like that, like people, you could that's going to change in Toronto like, and commute yeah, you could, to Buffalo, or yeah, vice versa. Yeah, exactly, or vice versa, hmm. and that's really going to change the way people pick, like choose where they live. I think, yeah. and it's going it, to, it's pretty cool. It's really interesting. Um. I think it's an exciting, yeah, exciting thing to come. We should yeah, save how much, that for like, the commuting how much, pod. Are we gonna? Are we gonna go? We're not gonna go anywhere. Or no, no. Now. Say your thought. I was just gonna say, like, I think it's an interesting question. Like, how much of your location where you live now is based on the need to be like is commute driven versus family driven versus otherwise? Right. Right. Exactly. Because I guess. If commuting well, is the only thing that keeps you in the current location, then yes, you might live in Toronto. But if you, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people locate for reasons well beyond for sure. just their job. I think a lot of it's for like where, I mean, well, at least for me, it's like, where's my family and friends? And um, yeah, exactly. So if there was like a 20 minute the, trip to, you could live in Chicago, you probably still would. I could right? work in, if, yeah, I mean, it would open up so many opportunities. Like, like there are there are jobs where you could just you could find a job in the city because they yeah. every city needs that whatever, yeah. but yeah. there are some jobs where it's harder to find X job you know so in it's, that if you had the hyper we could do like I was thinking inward you could do like yeah this could be like outward bound commuting you could commute yeah yeah to I'd a be like oh I can get that job in the same city gotcha I can get that's, that yeah that's kind of more what I was thinking nice. Chicago nice. yeah yeah gotcha 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 for sure Which so you could live really cool. in Buffalo but work yeah like whatever gotcha. And then travel, yeah. and it would be crazy to be like, oh, on my way home, I'm just going to travel to, bring it back, travel, mm-hmm. to Toronto on my way back to Buffalo. As I work in, yeah. I work in Calgary, just going to hop over 10 minutes to Toronto, I th- check it out, I think get to, a hot dog, and come down to, back home. Does Toronto be home hot dog. Yeah, I think to be fair, my shows. yeah, what else would you do, Tom? Get a hot dog? Buy a yeah. Toronto Raptors jersey. Pretty much that's yeah. it. The, 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 Go to the, the possibilities are endless. I, I'd probably There's get some lot. napkins when I get that hot dog. Uh, put ketchup I'd probably and mustard get, you and know, Ketchup and mustard because, yeah, you know, I'm not a Chicago person. I um, Hey, reference. I think to be fair, like the tickets for those kind of like, like Hyperloop trips would be comparable to uh, a plane. plane ticket. Yeah. Mm. I think that's what they okay. said. Reverse uh, everything we just said. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit of a bummer. <laughs> Three hundred dollar commute every day. That's hard. 
to stomach. Exactly. Yeah, but the dream is just like the thinking yeah. about that yeah. is so yeah. nice. Yeah. For sure, it's doable if you if you're financially if you're dropping fifty thousand on yeah, if, art, yeah. then you're fine. If fifty k like is nothing to you, then just do the hyperloop commute. <laughs> yeah, if, well, if you get that good that like dream job that's in a different city, but you can still live where you're based. Yeah, um, and it the job can afford you know that that kind of no, I agree. If the job wants you that badly, right? They might. I love it. They might I love that subsidize yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, that's the future. But back to travel. So the one thing I want to touch on about travel is like how um, like the travel bug is kind of a real thing. Um, like, like getting sick y- traveling? <laughs> no. Um, although that's also a real thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, like eating the wrong food. Yep. Um, the wrong no, color. like once, once you... I, I feel like a lot of people that I know that do travel a lot... Um, do so after they've like done like a really big trip mm. and are now like they're like oh man i went here and it was amazing and i i, I want to go somewhere else now yeah. like it like i want to relive that yeah. same type of experience yeah. somewhere new and like there's this big ass planet that has all these different like unique locations and unique cultures um like wow and when they realize how easy it is mm-hmm. You know, so for some people, maybe it maybe it's not as easy. At, you know, I don't know, but like, if you're you deal. can travel like pretty relatively easy. Like, there are ways to do things. You got to be a inexpensively. Deal yeah. Um, I think yeah. Or, or like, you know, like we're, like like I I woofed in Hawaii. Mm. I worked on a farm oh, and yeah, like yeah, my yeah. my Sarah woofed, as I mentioned. Oh, earlier. she did. Yeah, I forget. Where. I think actually in Cincinnati, but <laughs> in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And it it was in a, like one of my favorite trips of all time, mm-hmm. and I was, I was dirt poor, and like, just like I had some money saved up to literally just to do that, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. what's was, the what's woof stand for again? I think it's like working on organic farms or something like that. Yeah, right. That's a um, great way to do it, especially when you're younger. Yeah, I wouldn't want. Especially when think, you're younger. I don't yeah. think I'd like that now. Yeah, so I want to when I go uh, somewhere, I'm trying to chill. It really wasn't bad. I mean, there was it, chill time. Seriously, like, I mean, I weed wet. I <laughs> like I weed whacked weeds around coffee trees for like a few hours during the day. Actually, and, th- sometimes doing that kind of manual labor, like even like if that's your day in and day out job, that's probably not super fun, but. As like a, a tour, I mean, doing manual labor sometimes when that's not your main job is kind of oddly like I don't know. I, I it's oddly nice. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, like I agree. Um, you know, it's physical. I'm outside. But if like you did the, that, every day, I, I only saw positives yeah, from right. the whole experience. That's nice. cool. Did you use like the like a scythe, or or was uh, it they little- actually gave me a machete because they had a weed whacker, but. uh yeah. They only had one weed whacker, and then they had machetes. So I would have opt- uh, I would have opted for the machete personally, probably. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, cool. Taken out. Where was that? Nice. Hawaii oh. on the Big Island. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool. On the coffee on the coffee farm that uh, I think Obama got his coffee from. That was like their Halua Loa, I think it's called. Whoa. Nice. Or Haloa Lua. I always got them like mixed up. Oh. Nice. Good memory. Um, but yeah, I think like, you know, that once you kind of get that, that like experience, 
it's really there's a draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I have the to travel go other bug. places. I like the idea of like some of these places, but I'm always held back by logistical issues. Like uh, it's gonna cost a lot of money, and uh, there's like the time yeah. aspect and. If you just go for the weekend, it's kind of short. So sometimes you feel like you need to take off, you know, maybe Thursday or Friday. For sure. And I think, yeah, you you have to be willing to, it it has to be something that you want to do Mm -hmm. and, and like have that be a priority. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I think you uh, more than any of us have prioritized it, which I think is like. There's the time component, there's the financial component, there's the interpersonal component with people that like you are, you know, in your family or connected to or whatever. Talk about like how like how has that evolved for you? Like I mean, you didn't always travel as often as you do now. Like how did that Right. Like since I've known I you, would, you've always, to me, you've always traveled. Like you were doing, but it seems like you travel more and, to farther distances now, if with greater frequency. It seems like, uh, yeah, I would probably say that's true. Yeah, you're doing and this a large pod part of from because, uh, Serbia right now, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's in that hundred thousand. Yeah, sorry about room the, night at the sands. The, the connection's a little spotty. Yeah. Uh, no, I I think it, a huge part of that has to do with you know my. Uh, you know, I'm dating someone who loves traveling as well. Like that's mm-hmm. if you're like, right? If your partner loves to travel, then that like, right, right there is, you know, then why not? You know, yep. like if you yeah, both, right. If it's something yep, you both love right. doing, yep, yep. Um, but it's also just like an opportunity thing. Like when an opportunity presents itself, I kind of just you know, and if it involves traveling to a new place, I generally will say yes mm-hmm. because yeah, um, I I like I like having a new experience and it's pretty you're it's pretty sure that like if you go somewhere else that's you've never been to like you're gonna get a new experience out of it what are you so what what are you trading off to do that because assuming you don't have like infinite time or funds or something like what have you in the prioritization process what have you cut to say i want to be able to jump at travel opportunities video games um obviously not based on a couple pods ago it's because up to speed probably like i would say spending time with people in the place that i'm living okay gotcha you know like that's that's like a the and then you know financially yeah you have to like you make that you know i basically just have like an amount that i dedicate to a travel like fund that i'm just I guess, yeah, I guess what I'm driving at is like where, so that dedicated fund, where do you see that? What are you not buying in order to, because the the reason I'm asking is like, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like research and interest that shows people are increasingly willing to trade off like a material possession for an experience, right? Like people want, especially younger people want to prioritize. I could buy experience. I could upgrade my car for. I could go for the $35,000 car or the $22,000 car, but people will say, I'll save yeah, the thirteen I mean, grand for... You know what I mean? Like, do you see it in that way? Are there any specific things that you've said I'm not going to do to the extent that you, you know, are willing to share? Well, uh, yeah, I, I think... Um, yeah, I think this also ties into a, a, pre- a previous pod yeah, of where sure. we talked about fire. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. um, the festival? And like... <laughs> yes, sir. 
<laughs> we, which is yes. actually a travel thing because they traveled oh, there. It Topical. totally is. Okay, nice. Uh, back. I think um, classic it's tieback. classic tieback. <laughs> I think um, travel is probably one of the things that stayed that that didn't make the chopping block. Mm, you know, right? When it comes to like, okay, what can I cut from my life that I don't want to spend my like I. I, I don't have any plans on getting a new car right. anytime soon. I'm sure. going to drive my car into the ground. Right. Oh, yeah. So, that's what I'm doing. Um, so that right there is an expense that I'm not even considering. Yeah. You know, knock on wood, I, it yeah. doesn't break down anytime soon. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, like, and and I don't know, man. Like, I don't, um, I try not to, it's, it's small stuff too. Yeah. Like, gotcha. the, the, I feel like the coffee thing yep. comes up a lot. Yep. Um, but it does but make like, a difference. I've been just, buying a bag of coffee and just drinking coffee at home instead of yeah. going to get a cup from the place down the street. Yep. Yep. Um, That's right. And little things like that kind of add up. Yeah. No, they do. For sure. I don't know. For sure. Nice. Yeah. I um, don't know. I think that's... that The stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, um, so that, that kind of like ties into something I want to talk about too is like remote working. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. like, I feel like, a, like younger people are willing uh. to like travel as part of their job, you know, and like working abroad or like they, they take on a job that allows them to work from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I find that really interesting. I, I read an article, um, Actually, uh, when Mike we were o in Croatia. Right now. He travels all, all over. Yeah. He would have been a good person to maybe have up on here. He um, he still can be potentially yeah he would yeah be yeah uh, because shout out I'm really interested in how that affects the daily life well it's you know, tough or, or, or maybe grand I feel like it would be tough because if you're yeah I mean it's I think when you're younger it's easier um, but like I personally would dislike it I think he 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 liked it at, and I have a lot of friends who travel like as part of their job couples mm-hmm. friends for like sales and stuff and um i don't know I, the sense i get is that it gets old quickly like you do you do travel and see like a lot of new places and that's really and that's kind of a fun aspect of it in the beginning mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um you know then you, you just you know being at the airport is like uh, you know you're kind of a pro but it's also like yeah. you still are annoyed with all the little you know bs that goes on the rigmarole Mm. of it yeah it's a great word yeah like this uh, this girl in this article was talking about how like you know holding holding down like a, a relationship like a more long-term relationship is a lot harder if you uh, if you right. travel kind of, frequently for work or if you're actually like expatriated like you live somewhere else both oh, okay. i think yeah um like you could be expatriated and also traveling within that country that's to true. other places that's, that's true um that's 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 the double. That's the double <laughs> travel phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. T squared. Um, travel straight up nomad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it would be aw- but, like really cool to be have an expatriate assignment, like expat assignment, because yeah, like having lived abroad, I to me I have less of the travel bug than like the living abroad bug that it's hard to shake. Yeah, that's you know, what you mentioned like, last week or no, last time we talked about travel is like instead of you know, just like having the tourist experience, you yeah. like 
having just like the full I live here now. That's more what I'm drawn thing. to. That being said, I do enjoy like going places and seeing other things for sure. But I feel like if I was going to try to prioritize making something happen, it would be like a longer. I would look. I'd be interested in like a longer term opportunity to be. Yeah, somewhere. that's really interesting. Um, my, you know, Connor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I was talking to him about that because he lived he's in China, lived, right? He lived in China. Yeah. He lived in Korea. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Um, he lived in New York City, Austin, Texas, and now San Francisco and Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's and, like the yeah, that's the living somewhere else bug. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I yeah. was like, I just I had to ask him like, do you how do you think that's like shaped yourself as a person? Like, do you think like you are like so different or so cultured or mm-hmm. so? And he was like, you know, definitely living in Korea was like, like changed uh, his like perspective a lot. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know if he necessarily felt it from living in other places. That actually, Um, I feel like the, I feel like it, it's probably, there's some like inherent value in living somewhere else, even if it's within your own country, for sure. That just helps you mm -hmm. define yourself and whatever. But I do think it's like taken to another level when it's a different country or a different culture. And then it can kind of like escalate depending on, I think to some extent, the level of difference from where you are from and what you're familiar with accelerates is like the change accelerates the, yeah. Like the impact it has on you, you know, because well, this, this actually, Oh, sorry. Ahead. No. Yeah. I, I thought you were done. I am. But done. I, I guess, I guessed wrong. See but no, guys um, next week. that actually, <laughs> that actually ties uh into what one of the one things I wanted to talk about was like language barriers when you're traveling like mm-hmm. you know traveling to China or Korea mm-hmm. uh I've yeah, never Eddie, been to a place I, I really... I've never been to a place where English was not the dominant well I was in Montreal where like everyone speaks French and English mm-hmm. nice but that was like a sort of a smattering of of like a language barrier mm-hmm. there was one tech right. like apparently all the taxi drivers in Montreal they speak French and they're supposed to be able to speak French and English mm-hmm. to get the license. Mm-hmm. And we were in one text and sometimes they get a kind of like, there's a little bit of an attitude about French mm-hmm. over there. They, they, mm-hmm. and they, he acted like he didn't speak English, but nice. overall Montreal's great. But you speak but French, no, so well, it didn't matter. Yeah, that's right. We, <laughs> oui. I, I even like, you know, when, when we were in London for like our unexpected, like stop, yeah. um, like even you know we we took an Uber and every like taxi that we took they're like do you want aircon and I'm like what is that like a oh, is that like lingo. a code code red <laughs> uh, but it's like it's air conditioning yeah right, so, like, sure, we right. don't say aircon we say like AC or air conditioning right, you need right, to right. use and, the water closet <laughs> yeah exactly like but Eddie like I don't know can you touch on this a bit because I feel like yeah, you probably it. have have like from living in China, yeah. that shaped your life extraordinarily. I, yeah, without question, like. for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, yeah. Can, can you touch on um, maybe like the language barrier and and just how, like, because you lived there, yep. you, um, you know, you you now speak Chinese, mm-hmm. Mandarin. Yep, that's right. Yep, or, yep. Nice. Um, C. And uh, <laughs> you know, your wife is Chinese. Yeah. Um, right. C- yeah. Can you can you give us like a a a quick uh, a quick rundown <laughs> breakdown? Yeah. <laughs> give, us can, oh, I mean, second, I mean, give us sixty seconds. Give us sixty seconds of gold. You of all people, I I I want to hear 
I want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely speak to the, the language thing specifically for sure to, to keep it like somewhat concise. I think that was obviously a sure. huge barrier, right? Like, so when I got yeah. there, didn't know Chinese um, and I didn't live in a, a major, major city. So there was very, very few English speaking people and China in general, there are not many people that speak English. Well, um, if you travel around it's certain major cities mm-hmm. will have it, but in general, it's not, not widely spoken. So I think that was without question, like a barrier, um, that needed to be overcome, but one that ultimately like, because the barrier was so high, the sort of, um, payback on the training I was getting was like so immediate. Right. Cause you basically went from like, I have can't communicate anything to like each little piece I learned felt so rewarding. Cause I'd like leave my class and I would go out like right that day and I would use the thing I learned. You know what I mean? Like, so there was so much incremental benefit to each thing I learned that it it was like self-reinforcing. Like I wanted to go back because I kept getting, you know, benefits. Whereas if you're learning kind of like in a vacuum, like if you're learning Chinese at the university of Minnesota, for example, you might enjoy it, but there's no application, right? Like really outside the classroom, you know, you can contrive some situation where you have like, language corner or something like that but something about literally the day-to-day function of your life being in like having this impediment and getting over that was really nice um but what i will say is interesting is like so in some of the other travel we'd done um it was there was like the opportunity for english like for example in thailand you can almost always find someone who speaks english right um Mm -hmm. but interestingly last year when we went we went to mexico which from a proximity standpoint is like closer much more accessible so on and so forth when we were not on the resort so we did like cancun or sorry not cancun we did mexico city we did oaxaca Mm -hmm. we did a couple other places and there it was like that's where i really for the first time in a long time felt like a huge language barrier because we've been back to china a few times and it's of course it's you don't even it's not a problem there's not a language think about it there's no barrier right so then for my wife and I being like, language Mexico, not, Mexico, not, Mexico, not, speak, not speaking, that was kind of a refresher for me on like what that means in terms of um, how that limits you yeah. and how you kind of have to um, like scope your activities around like what you can explain and what you can navigate. And granted, it's still like, right. for you sure, can still yeah. get a lot of things done to some extent, but like mm-hmm. you go to a right. restaurant, the menu is in Spanish. You don't know any Spanish. You you're kind of existing apart from the culture. For sure. Like, for sure. You, you know, you're just, you're, you're very clearly a visitor. Totally. You're very clearly kind of just bouncing around, like staying within your yeah. like, yep. experience. And I think it's you know, also like it, more taxing. It's, limiting. it's more taxing too. Like it's more, you know, draining yeah. because each transaction is like more energy. Oh God, but I that's think about what to say. Yeah. That's uh, but it's yeah. worth well, it. It's, it's worth it. No question about it. It's worth it. But right. the only other thing I'll say on the language feel- piece is like kind of to the point Matt just made, which is I think learning the language helps you become so much more connected to the culture because so many oh, yeah. cultural things Absolutely. are built into the way you say something. It's not just so a mere much, understanding yeah. of like what does it mean? It's about how is it said, when is it said? All those kind of things like really um reflect values in the culture and you know things that you cannot Mm -hmm. really right so if you just had like a digital translator where you just heard things in english even though someone was speaking like chinese you'd miss some of the like there'd be nuances the nuance but also just like cultural yeah exactly you would be you would be kind of still disconnected in a way um and just to just in case anyone's 
like wondering you went to china to teach english right. right yep yep o- originally yep. that was the yeah i went after you, undergrad you that... to teach and i was there for like three years taught for the first two and then the school yeah closed and then the final year i spent studying full-time at the university nice mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that's that's like a little because you were living there yeah. um you're that's an immersive fully immersive situation totally. there's a language barrier initially but you overcame the barrier obviously mm-hmm. and i guess it's it is different as you pointed out like when you go to mexico for instance for yeah. you know maybe a week or something yeah that language barrier is there the whole time for it's sure. a little harder mm-hmm. to overcome but yeah it's definitely something i've never experienced myself traveling and mm-hmm. i think it would be i imagine it would be at least a little stressful I think it was, yeah, but, definitely there was times I mean, when it not was stressful. too bad. There, it, it, it depends yeah. on, you know, like, I feel like all in all, it was, it was okay, but there's definitely, it, it does add a, a level of stress, but it also, I think in a way yeah. helps you like really feel like you've traveled somewhere because you're like, yeah, right. Oh, we're definitely somewhere else I have now. No idea. <laughs> we're not yeah, in Kansas yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, right? I feel, I feel like too, like with, sure. with phones today though, that the, you have like translators and decent, decent. It definitely jobs makes traveling, it. yeah, easier. For Easy, sure. you usually be like cafe, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know what language I just spoke, but but it sounded cool. Um, we, could, it was one of the romance languages. Could uh, could that thing? <laughs> could we close out on a, a little story I wanted to share? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Okay. Um. So I, I was in Honduras. Uh. On on actually. Uh. I I'm pretty sure it was like an eco. Uh, trip. Nice. Did you fly there? Um, it was a service trip. Uh, we did fly there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. then. Uh, Don't know. Just so kidding. maybe not. But <laughs> no, um, no, we were like working. Get with off the, your high horse, like, okay? <laughs> we were working with like a small town um, to help them out with like things they needed, like water and. Oh, um, cool. Uh, yeah, and um, we at the very end of the trip, like one of the girls on the service trip her family was from Honduras. So she like had a little party at her family's house. And so we all went there and it was a very different experience than like what we had experienced the previous week. Like they had like an in-ground pool and it was like a, a nice house and everything. So uh, it was like a nice little like, you know, celebration. Uh, we're like swimming in the pool. I get out of the pool and um, we had been like eating food into like, I think they had cake and I step on a fork, like hard, on a fork metal fork <laughs> metal fork Uh-oh. the fork goes into my foot and i like lift my foot off the ground and the fork is just sticking out of my foot like a steak that's awesome oh. that's awesome and i'm just like oh god dinner sir yeah. like people pe- yeah, people are like oh my god and so i like you know just grab the thing and like <laughs> just like uh pull it out of my foot and there's like four dots on the bottom of my foot from where this fork was like jammed in there. And the mom of this girl like came over with like this anti, uh, like, like, um, like some sort of like basically like neosporin in a can or something. I don't even know what it was, but she stood like six feet away oh my God. and sprayed this thing. And it was like a fire extinguisher, <laughs> like this 
big ass spray and she wouldn't get any closer she, like like almost like i had been infected or something <laughs> and i was like well this He's is got new. The like, normally we just like no, normally we just put a band-aid on it but she's like she's like stand back everybody <laughs> like sprays me with this thing and yeah intense. And, you know i definitely had like f- these four like dots on the bottom of my foot it was kind of funny nice nice um sounds hilarious but yeah that's no it. that sounds painful that's, that's pretty good though it was a little painful yeah i had it was hard to walk on for a few days yeah, yeah. we didn't touch on it but there is the whole like getting medical care when you're abroad scenario which oh, oh my which god which if you want to talk about stressful yeah. that yeah that is the stress component especially if you layer it <laughs> that in might a, be harder to be in a, layer in a, a language mood. issue yeah <laughs> and there's a yeah language barrier pr- plus that right that's oh, where yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where it does get stressful fast for sure yeah but well we'll leave yeah. that for the yeah. folks yeah. imagination that's exactly yeah, that's just something you that. can ponder <laughs> when you're planning your next trip yeah if you step yeah. on a rusty fork and get tetanus Right. If yeah, and step on a have... rusty fork. Hopefully, they have the the, the spray. Itis spray. <laughs> Hit them with the <laughs> itis spray. You're taking care of. Stand back. Folks, get yourself some <laughs> itis spray yeah. if you can. Nice. Nice. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll travel cool. in the books. Yep. Part travel two well, done. people. Yep. Travel well. Add us and travel to our Facebook and, page. And travel. Oh, oh, we don't nice. have a Facebook page. Travel to our to website. Our and travel our to our website. Yeah. Travel to our Add Patreon. Us. I think we have a Patreon. We I do. We do. But travel there. Still. See yeah. what you do, see what there. you want to do. Give us money and stuff like that. Sounds good. Just kidding. <laughs> I just. Uh, all right. All right, folks. Bye. Bye.